Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Close. Speaking of fantasy football, that cold open shit. Um, Have you looked into anything or thought about it? My draft is in like less than two weeks at this point. So here we come. Houston Oilers number one. Oh no, the the one with Dylan is always on. um, That's right. Labor Day weekend. I think ours is on like Labor Day. Yeah, we always like do a vote for ours Um, because there's people all over and like. Usually we've been able to get a good amount of people, but this year it sounds like there's only going to be like six. So, but oh, well, out of, out of yeah. what ten or twelve? But uh, yeah, I was yeah. St- finally started like looking at shit. It's a lot of receivers ranked high this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't looked. I haven't looked yeah. at anything at all yet. Um, it's fantasy. Fo- oh yeah, who's the number seen, one? Like Justin the- Jefferson, Austin Eckler, up like especially. So my league's non PPR or my main league. So I mean, even though I've uh-huh. had Eckler the last yeah. two and he's been amazing, he's even more valuable in a PPR league. Right, right. Yeah, like looking at this is what field. Yeah, read them all. Let's start with a little fantasy you know. football here. Oh yeah, we got. We have Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jeff- Jefferson's Malord. number one. Jefferson, yeah, and then Q- Cooper Cup, and then Austin Eckler, Tyree Kill, Christian McCaffrey, oh, wow. Bajan Robinson, high. beyond whatever. Yeah, Jamar Chase. This is the PPR yeah. one. I guess he's probably going to catch a lot of passes. Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, Saquon Barkley, Josh 12? Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Taylor rounds out the top twelve. Then you have Derrick Henry, Diggs, C.D. Lamb. AJ Brown, uh, uh, St. Brown, um, Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, Ramondre Stevenson, Jalen Waddle, and then it kind of goes on down from there. So your 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 top quarterback is like gotta is be it? Mahomes, right? Mahomes, probably. the quarterbacks yeah, got, in our league always. A, uh, no, no, it's in, in, with this one. It's Josh okay. Allen, Mahomes. They always go early in our league because we do six points for a passing touchdown. So quarterbacks always go like oh yeah, end the first round. There's a lot more. Right. So, yeah, they're a lot. I imagine they're a lot bigger of a deal. Yeah. With that, without, you know, guys getting a point or however much for catching passes. But now I got my I have my other league, which is always online. That one's always like a Yahoo online draft. And that's, I think, August the 26th. So that's what a Saturday. Yeah, so ours is that yeah, Sunday before. Saturday. And you, yeah, ours is Sunday the 20th is our draft. But. Oh wow! So you have you have to kind of like soldier through like the last two weeks of the preseason. Yeah, that's typically kind of yeah. when we've done it. But like I said, it, it changes every year. So fuck it. Let's do it. Hey, 
welcome to the Brain Buster Boys, episode 115. My name is Brett Jagger, along with fantasy football guru, Beaumont Rand. I like to think that I'm a guru. I've won a championship each of the last two I know you've always been pretty successful, leagues, so. so. I've got some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've played for I've played since 2010. So we'll subtract 20, 23. Because subtracting years 013 is the obvious answer. Doing some math. So I've won there. five out of every 13. Yeah, five. So I've won 38 percent of the time. Good. 38.4. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would say you know, uh, pretty damn close yeah. to return on my investment. Maybe not. You know, because like losing the majority, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I feel like I've probably I pretty like much broke two even. years ago. I didn't we both win our leagues the same year? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. And last year, I either Excuse last me. year I Ooh. won the regular season and then lost in the playoffs and got either third or fourth, I think. But I've had a pretty good couple of years. Well, well and last, yeah, and last year I won because I mean I was already playing with the lead and I had Joe Burrow and Chase and that was the Bills game oh, with yeah. Demar Hamlin. And so the fact that that game got called, you know, I mean, I was already ahead by a comfortable margin, but I like to say that I won $400 <laughs> off of his misery. So his and the nation's yeah, collective remember, misery. I was on, so. on the field for that. So there's game. that. That, yeah. was, that was. Oh, yeah, you were on wild. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're not was. here to talk about fantasy football. Or you already heard it. You already heard us talking about no. it. Or cardiac or, or, or cardiac. <laughs> reading arrest. off Field Yates. No, neither of that. With a twist of CA. But uh, we're here to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. SummerSlam and yes. uh, Dynamite we 200. Are. And we're just going to blast 200. right into it here. Because, um, yeah, I know we're Let's both running on yeah, you yeah. a little more than me running on fumes. And uh, we got two big shows to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, we let's do. Go. Let's hit um, So let's start with SummerSlam here. Um, we yeah. are live from Ford Field, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, looks like 51,477 in attendance, according to cagematch.net. Um, wow. That's, that's going to be pretty close yeah. to the capacity. I mean, they must have had a pretty good seating arrangement. I would guess be, the football is pretty, um, I bet it's bigger than that. I was gonna say sixty-five uh, thousand. Or Paycor but, Stadium is like sixty-five and change as well. Yeah, yeah, but but like with WWE too, they don't like exactly. It's not. Yeah, it's a horseshoe. For sure. You know what you sit in. Yeah, yeah, because like the the stage and and the big display take up yep. like one. Yeah, so a lot of the seats so, are cut so off. So they must yeah. have really because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would assume you know. Let's do some. More it's all about math today, baby. How many? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was 51, that number again? 477. 77 divided by 65,000. Again, that's close to 80%. So that, it's also crazy to me to think that the amount they blocked off is just 20% yeah. of the season. I, mean, I, I, I guess maybe it makes sense. But for some reason, I thought, wow, that, that's a big percentage. So they must have like really yeah, I mean, it was squeezed probably people a in there quote, you know, or squeezed people out, onto the you field. Know, yeah. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty good yeah. crowd, I'd say, up until the end. Um, yeah. You know, kind of cashed out like us but um started out great Mm -hmm. um we had the maverick the social media sensation (laughs) (laughs) 
Logan Paul, uh, defeating Ricochet in an even 18 minutes in what was probably my third favorite match of the night. Um, we'll get we'll get into a little yeah, more of that, but I yeah, mean, this I, one of it definitely stood out. You know, I think it was a great choice for an opener. Obviously, we knew Logan Paul had to fly to his brother Jake Paul's fight, so like it was announced ahead of time that this match was going to open. But a great pick to do so because I mean we you knew it would be fast paced, yep. high flying, wild, and it sure was, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. No, this was definitely really exciting. The crowd was into it. There were great spots, um, and having like since we watched this on Sunday, having like heard like the press before this, this was something that like just seemed like univer like across the board pretty lauded you know just kind of another one of those moments where it was like logan paul's really good at wrestling i know um i remember seeing an article pumped out by like espn that was saying the paul brothers have taken the combat sports world by storm they Um, really have and uh yeah i mean it seemed like this is this was teed up to be a great match this is a great opponent for him and yeah i mean you know like he kind of continues his rise. I mean, you know, where like, I guess what, what, what makes me kind of curious or what I'm curious about is like, where does he like, like, like high, what is this kind of trajectory? Cause I know he's, a, yeah. 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 Like, like what kind of story, like, do you, do you angle him for, do you kind of put him, you don't want to really put him in a group. Cause I think he's got enough sure. personality to kind of like be on his own. Um, and it's, and he's no longer sort of like a, you know, kind of like involved with like the Miz doing yeah. like silly comedy stuff. You know, he could actually do something pretty Yeah, serious, I did so. see. So apparently we'll see. Meltzer, your boy Alvarez, one of the two out coming out of the show reported that Reigns got hurt. No idea on no idea on the severity really? or anything like that. Um so I saw I think it was like Wrestle Talk or something pumped out an article like eight people who could be uh-huh. WWE champ if Reigns has to like vacate the bet which i doubt this is going to happen but it was just an article and logan paul was one of those eight names and i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah why couldn't he be world i mean i'm uh-huh. not saying he's going to be the one to dethrone reigns or anything like that but if we're talking just trajectory and ceiling shit why couldn't he be a world champ at this uh-huh. point uh-huh yeah yeah totally no i think like it did you, you catch know, all that i know what? i cut out good? for a second hang on let me close it. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, 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 yeah. The Roman Reigns definitely like, or not Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns got hurt, and that you know, like, why, like, like, come up with a reason why Logan Paul, you know, would be out of the running for like any sort yeah, of world champion. Yeah, basically, why couldn't he be a right? future world champ at some point? Like, taking, yeah, 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 yeah. Taking the why couldn't he be? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I, it, I was yeah. closing a pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or taking the reins off Literally. of them. <laughs> oh man, sorry. I was just closing. I was just closing some windows um, on my browser because I, I think I've, I've literally had about twenty tabs <laughs> open right now because I have two, two browsers. I have, I have, I have my normal one with like this and my normal email, and then I have a separate one for school. So, so I think I've had about twenty tabs open. But anyways, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Like why? Um, yeah, why, why not? I mean, I don't think it'll, it, it, it'll be anytime sooner in the next year, but I mean, there's tons of titles in WWE and I mean, maybe you kind of 
get him in a tag team with something, and that's sort of how you how you kind of bring him in. Or the something like the U, like the U.S. title, sure he, something you know, like could, that, or intercontinental intercontinental when U.S. title drops. Who's, who who <laughs> holds the U.S. Austin title? Theory, who I feel like who hasn't that? defended it in for. He's really oh, kind of faded okay, to gotcha. the background a little bit. And granted, I don't really watch much SmackDown, and he moved to SmackDown in the draft, but. I feel like I haven't really heard him doing yeah. too much of late. Um, obviously, he was just in the SummerSlam Battle Royal, mm-hmm. kind of an afterthought no. in that match, you know. So I think it's yeah. time to get that belt off him. I know there was talks of L.A. Knight potentially being that person, who I think would obviously be a great fit for that and kind of get him his first singles championship. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Logan Paul's yeah. going to become world champion. But I think he could, and I wouldn't hate it. You know, I think he's clearly got the chops. You know, people hate him. Um, He can wrestle, absolutely. He clearly wants to be there. You know, it's not like he's just showing up for a match and then going away. Like, you know, he's had several matches this year and been on, you know, on the Raws, building up to it consistently. So, yeah, why not? But I think it'd be more feasible to see him win, like, the Intercontinental or um u.s titles first so right no yeah i think that i mean that definitely makes a lot of sense you know kind of one of the second tier ones that or you know i think you could find like a good like tag team with him you know i think he he, he could make a fun like tag partner you know kind of if you want to bring him in in some sort of a feud with multiple guys kind of get him like bouncing around off that so but yeah i think you know in terms of like one of the big three titles i think there's still some time out but but yeah i mean this match you know like definitely points him in that direction so for sure god we're having some uh, some minor technical difficulties here you got me yeah we are yeah i don't know what's All my right, everything on, on my closing more windows seems to be right. i mean i am in the basement which it hasn't been the best down here I've got it down to four times now. So one of which is this, one of which is SummerSlam. <laughs> That's where I'm at, too. Um... Did you know that Roman Reigns and I share a birthday? I did not. No. No. Yeah. So um, while we, while our technical difficulties <laughs> were occurring, I just um, you know I was at the, you know I always have the Wikipedia up for a pay per view, and I clicked the um, Anoa'i family and just was looking at that giant family tree they have on there and just clicked yeah. Roman, and yeah, May tw- May twenty fifth, nineteen eighty five. Oh, nice. So he's Wicked. three yeah. years older then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How yeah. About that? And I learned, cool. so I believe the pronunciation is Anawaii. Anawaii. So like, it's like yeah. Hawaii. Anawaii. Because they have the apostrophe. I. Because Anawaii. Lance yeah. Anawaii, who is a cousin of Roman, and I believe uh-huh. Jimmy and Jay, um, is in the pro wrestling Noah N1 victory tournament right now. I'd never seen him before, but that's how they were pronouncing his name. So I'm like, that's probably correct. Yep. And that checks out. So. Yep. Yep, I see him. He has his own level on this family tree. He's the only one on like the. Next oh yeah, so you still got that yeah. up? Yeah, where 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 does he kind that of fit time. in then? Okay, well, um, basically, there's tons of children of. <laughs> oh God, um, Tovaleo Mana Aya 
Amat Amatuana IE um and Amatuana E Anawai. So it's so yeah, yeah, those two are, are, are the are the are the Dow and the sire of this whole <laughs> not to compare them to cows, not to use cattle terminology, but, but yeah, um, of the of, yeah, uh, yeah, of this whole thing. So um Roman um is uh one of their kids, um the son of Sika Anawaii. Sika Anawaii and Lance comes from Sika's brother, um, Afa. Uh, so Anawaii. they were they were the um, they yeah, were the head what, shrinkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so um, the Lance Anawaii is the grandson of one of the head okay. shrinkers of 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 Afa Anawaii, um, and then Roman is that son, and then the Usos are. Oh, kind excuse of, me, they were the wild um, Samoans. My apologies. The head yeah, shrinkers yeah, yeah. was Fatu and Samu, who we saw on uh, SummerSlam '94. Gotcha. So, so Roman is part of the third generation, yeah. um, and the Usos are part of the fourth. Oh. So Roman, while not there, he's still a cousin, but he's, you know, I guess his parents must have had kids much later. If him and the Usos are the same age, because the Usos, like Roman's father's brother, is the Usos. Yeah, because the Usos' dad is Rikishi, yeah. who you know is probably yeah, yeah, only yeah. like in his early fifties. So yeah. 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 So yeah, that, 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 that's, they, they must've all had kids. They must all, I mean, hell they have one, two, three, four, five, six. They have nine, you know, th th those original two have yeah. nine. Rikishi kids. who was so. Fatu of the head shrinkers. So uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. We'll have to go through this yeah. one day. And then Yoko, and then I, I think Yokozuna's yeah. in there somewhere as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then Lance on Hawaii is the only one of this fifth oh, generation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the only one who's sort of the the next thing. Next, I've one only down, seen one so. match, and it was like an eight minute yeah. match, but he looked pretty solid, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how about, how about that? that family tree? So, yeah. Sorry yeah. for those technical difficulties. I think we're in much better shape now. I just can never record yeah, yeah, yeah. in the basement of this house anymore. So when it sucks, <laughs> real oh, quick, go ahead. Real quick, though. I'm sorry. There's there's one um, person in that third generation along with the Usos and Lance Anawai's father. His name is just Gary Albright. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's all there's these. No way that's true. Like I know, no, I know who that he's a wrestler. I think that's probably got to be like oh. a Wikipedia prank or something. I'm um, not certain, but I don't think he's related to them. Oh, it's just. Uh, oh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 So, um, I, I guess I'm not a master of all these long. Oh no, yeah, he is married to Monica. I well, there you go. There, you I had no idea <laughs> about that. <laughs> the bastion of the bloodline, Gary Albright. <laughs> I think he was. Let's so, let's look up Gary Albright. Now we're just all over. Now we're on our own trees here. I think he was in like yeah. Ring of Honor, and I believe had like some pretty highly rated matches. But I'm not sure if I've seen him before. Yeah. 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 Hell, we oh, can wow. even consider this part of the beginning. He of the also he we'll passed just, away yeah. in two thousand, at age thirty six. Wow. Jeez. Okay, so it wasn't Ring of Honor. It was all old All Japan, like that golden age of mm -hmm. All Japan in the mid nineties. He was around in that era, so that's how I've heard yeah. the name. I don't think I've seen him before. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Gary Albright, rest in peace, Gary Albright. God, I didn't yes. realize he'd been dead for twenty three years, but. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, back to SummerSlam, uh, even though I don't have it pulled up on my phone anymore. 
Yeah, um, um, oh, I got our yeah. next match. Yeah, our next match. So following uh, that Logan Paul match, um, we have uh, another singles match that followed it right up. Um, one that was, you know, decent. Can I mean, I guess we'll get into our criticism of it here. But Cody Rhodes defeats Brock Lesnar in 17 minutes, 35 oh, seconds. I got 17.29 uh, here on cage match. No, 17.35 on here. So, yeah, I wonder, wonder where those yeah. extra... A little bit from, um, I guess starting from the back, I will say I did read something where, um, so obviously Cody wins, as I said, but Brock's, you know, yeah. hand, Un- handshake unplanned in display which was unplanned. Tight. Yeah. So, yeah, which is tight. And it seemed to add to Cody's story, at least pretty well, the whole like kind of comeback yeah. thing, the whole like legitimacy thing. It seemed to really kind of lean into that pretty well. And I mean, hell, that's one thing I remember from it. And it was a decent enough match. But like you said, this feud's pretty you know like not you know i wouldn't say forgettable i mean it's had some low points it's had some decent points but it's just been kind of mediocre yeah so i think i'm i think i'm in the minority here because everything i'm reading and seeing not everything but most people seem to like really really like this match i did not but i didn't like hate it by any means but it was more just kind of how this feud played out from beginning to end that i just wasn't the biggest fan of obviously you know, I think the first match was the best match. Um, we talked that second one. I think it was Night of Champions. I hated it just because I thought it should have been a squash after the broken arm. Yeah. And just too much Super Cena type booking. Um, and it yeah. just this match was you knew exactly what was going to happen once it started. You know, once Brock was just beating right. his ass, beating his ass. It's like, OK, how's Cody going to come back this time? Um and maybe I'm just so jaded on it at this point, but like a lot of people liked it and that's great. I'm glad you did, but I wasn't the biggest mm-hmm. fan again. I didn't, I wouldn't say sure. it sucked, but I just wasn't into it. Like when we were watching, like, you know, I was just kind of like, yeah, here we go. Another suplex. Okay. Yeah. Him yelling, stay down, stay down, telling Michael Cole to tell him to stay down, which actually was kind of funny. Cause Cole's like, he's telling me to tell him to stay down. But just right. very, very, very predictable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's just kind of where I'm at with Cody at this point. Like, I'm not completely over it, but I want to see something different. You know, he came in, he beat mm-hmm. Seth three times on pay-per-view, including mm-hmm. with a torn peck and a fucking purple shoulder. It's like, if you had any excuse to have the man lose, that's it. Comes back, enters right. the Rumble, number 30, wins it. Yes, loses to Reigns. We've talked all about it. You know, it's great. Whatever. Like, in retrospect, mm-hmm. I almost do wish he would have won at this point because now it's like we have a whole nother year of the exact same thing that we've already done with this guy. You know, put all the yeah. stack the deck against him and he's going to overcome. Right. And, and, and who's it going to be? I mean, you know, like 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 what other opponents are they gonna, are they going to have so like I, this whole because, I mean, he's, he's a raw guy. So is it going to be like Omos? Or is so it be obviously like, he's beaten yeah. Seth three times, you know, and we've yeah. talked before that title is not necessarily the one that he wants. He wants the Roman Reigns title, the original WWE championship that his dad never won. But last yeah. night on Raw, I watched pretty much all but the last like 45 minutes of the show it started with cody cutting a promo and saying you know basically i can beat anyone and then who comes out seth rollins um so they kind of start to tease that but then the judgment day come out 
and they end up having what was going to be a six man with those two and Sami Zayn against the three Judgment Day guys. But Sami Zayn got assaulted backstage from JD McDonough, who may be joining the Judgment Day. But anywho, so they at least teased Cody Seth again, which if that happens, Seth better fucking win. You know, like you can't yeah. have your top guy on Raw and one of, frankly, one of the top guys in the company go 0 and 4 against this guy. Right. Just totally. Yeah. No, no. 100%. Um, but to answer your question beyond Seth, I don't know. You know, what do you do yeah, if I we're mean, like, really like, trying to get to WrestleMania next year, which I think we are? What, how do you, you know, fill the time here? I, yeah, Omas. I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> Omas, like, is it just this, the, the, like, this, 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 just the same? Yeah. I just feel like it's got to be the same feud over and unless he starts, because he's already done something with the Judgment Day. It's going to be, like I could this, see. So, something like I did think of, something I did over, think yeah. about is maybe they do, because you, he hasn't really had the singles matches other than Dominic, but like, clearly he's entangled with them. I mean, you could do a Cody Balor. You could even do a Cody yeah. Priest with the money in the bank contract on the line, perhaps, and the Judgment mm-hmm. Day help yeah. Priest win, hopefully. Right. Like, I really – I do like Cody, and I love what he's done going to W. Like, kudos to him. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. It's amazing to see and because no one gave a shit about him when he left AEW. So I got a lot mm-hmm. of respect uh-huh. for that. But I just want to see something different, something new. Um yeah, the Lesnar yeah, feud I mean, just was him, not uh, that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think I, I I don't know. It seems like they've been kind of um, they they haven't been very keen to kind of move away from this type of story yeah. with him, like just this the, sort of like formula. comeback thing. So yeah, the formula. Yeah, and I think it's Ooh. you know I, I just have a hard time seeing them do anything. Different, what about but... Gunther? Because they yeah, remember be cool. the Royal Rumble ended with the two of them one on one for like ten minutes, and it was awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Again, maybe it's for the Intercontinental title. Maybe it's after he loses the Intercontinental title. But that could definitely be a big one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I mean, is in like Drew McIntyre Drew on Raw? Definitely could be yeah, another yeah. one. All right, yeah, we're cooking here. Yeah. Yeah, Babyface okay. versus babyface, but that could still be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. yeah. Fuck. All right, we'll see. But yeah, I'm definitely ready for something different. Just something new. Happy the Lesnar feud is over. Happy he gave him those props. That's tight. Um, but yeah, but yeah, what's ne- what's next is gonna like has the potential to be interesting or is the potential just to be really yeah. Rude? So <laughs> and I I would not be upset at all about like him and Balor, him and Priest. Like I think that could be some good stuff. And you put the money in the bank contract on the line. All right, now that's even more interesting. So. Yeah, yeah, no, like that, yeah, like like uh, some tweaks with stakes, you know. If they're exactly. not going to veer from the formula, add, add add some different like stakes to it versus just like this far off like building toward WrestleMania. Another trilogy of matches, yeah. yeah, 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 something like that. So yeah, I think they got to kind of got to get a little creative from it to avoid it feeling like a just an inevitable slog, like just a a march toward WrestleMania, which is kind of in yeah. access. You look like you got no, an idea. No, I was going to say, I didn't see the end of Raw, but I did believe I saw what happened. So Nakamura took the place of Zayn in that six-man. Um, and I believe, again, I only saw like a sliver of a headline that I think Nakamura turned heel on Seth at the end of the show. So maybe mm-hmm. he's going to be the next one to challenge Seth, which 
I'm for. I mean, you let that he's no nowhere near what he was, you know, five years ago and or I guess it was more like seven years ago in New Japan. Uh, but the guy can still mm-hmm. go. So and maybe he's another yeah. opponent for Cody, you know, if he comes out of this. Like I don't think he's gonna be the one to beat Seth, but you build him up strong. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So Yeah. Anywho, speaking of interesting, L A Knight, yeah. Yes. Wins expectedly wins the Slim Jim, oh yeah, Battle Royal in only 12 minutes, 46 seconds, according to Cage Match. What's yeah, like yeah, no, yeah I, I've got I, I've got 11.55. Wow. So, so, so like either way, that's damn short yeah, for a Battle it, Royal. It didn't, not yeah, that yeah, it yeah, felt yeah, long, short. but it didn't feel that short, but. Well, 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 people got eliminated pretty quick because like. Omas like, 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 took big, out a Omos. bunch of people. A lot of people, but but there are some people, some Champ, like big names. Champ, who get, who I've got so cage quick. match has the eliminations. Like Omos took out yeah, the yeah, first yeah. three. Vinci and Kyder, Kyder, Kaiser eliminated Otis. Yeah, didn't Austin Theory? He went out early, like we talked about. Uh, kind of in the middle, but he didn't do shit. Champa oh. took out both the yeah. Viking Raiders and Nakamura. Theory did get a couple of eliminations, Ridge Holland and Cameron Grams. And then, yeah, he was taken out by Santos Escobar. That's right, who he, Escobar, has a U.S. title match this Friday on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So maybe he, he's the one to take it off him. But like I said earlier, I think L.A. Knight, the winner of this battle royal that had no stakes, yep. which what's, the, I mean, I get the point of it is to get everyone on the card, and I'm definitely all for that. But why not give this stakes? Like, winner get the U.S. title yeah, shot. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, no, I think that'd be, yeah, you know, and I think like LA Knight, like he was on commercials, you know, and stuff. And yeah, it seems like he he is well, just so right. He was on like Raw this. last yeah, night, see. despite being a SmackDown guy. And it seems like he's starting a feud with The Miz, which I think is great because similar type characters, you know. And, and, and similar and, appearances. They yeah. look a lot alike. So, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if LA Knight's just going to be bouncing back and forth, which I ain't mad about because, like I said, I don't watch a ton of SmackDown. Has, has that ever happened? Have they ever, like, like did they usually hold firm it, to, like, only Raw guys on Raw's time? And did, yeah, and they let people, like, I'm sure, like, if Roman Reigns wants to show up oh, on Raw, I mean, like, definitely for happen. champions like yeah. that, it happens. But yeah. so he had, like, an uh-huh. altercation with The Miz. I can't remember. I think he did challenge him. So I, I'm guessing they'll have a match. But the guy definitely needs yeah. some, you know, a belt or something. Like, strike while the iron's hot. Like, he has gotten over, yeah. like, wildfire. Mm-hmm. I mean, that crowd was yes. maybe hotter that hotter for him than anyone the whole night, potentially. So. Then fish, then fish, mm-hmm. Reese. That's right. Shout out to JCB. Does JCB know how to fry good fish? I bet he does. Uh, I bet he does. Yeah, I bet JCB makes 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 him a good I bet fish he could. fillet. All right, yeah. up next, oh, we skipped uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey because, like Bo said, we watched this Sunday afternoon because um, I had to work Saturday night. Lady was in town. Well, 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 that's where when we went to go get our big arsenal yes, of snacks, right. we which I did get one of those milkshakes <laughs> later in the evening. So it's like a oh, it's did- like a machine that's like prepackaged, and you pick your flavor, and then you like rip the lid off and just pop it in this machine, and it just like sucks it up and like makes you a milkshake, and it was pretty good. And I got the yeah. strawberry well, shortcake like the flavor. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at the, like, the yeah, flavors. Yeah, there was an Oreo, like there was a peanut butter. Repertoire. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. So, yeah, impressive. It's a good yeah, store. Great store, right up the road. Uh, Marathon gas station, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. we skipped that. Um, but Shayna Baszler won, and Ronda Rousey's probably gone from WWE for the foreseeable future. Yay. Um, next was, to this point, the match of the night, I would say. And maybe slightly underwhelming, though. But Gunther defeats Drew McIntyre, who still deserves so much better. In 13 mm-hmm. minutes, 43 seconds. Um, wish this got a little bit more time, but I thought, again, I thought this was great. I mean, two big meaty men slapping meat to its core. Uh, McIntyre hit the Claymore. He kicked out of that. That was a great moment. Drew had kicked out of the powerbomb earlier, uh, but finally put away with it. But, you know, what more could you ask for in the time these guys were given? Mm-hmm. I thought this was tight. I went four and a yeah, quarter no. stars here. Yeah, no, I think this had, you know, like in terms of like at least what I was excited for outside of the bloodline, it was definitely this. And uh, yeah, no, I thought this, you know, like I was kind of hoping like Drew would win. Like I thought that entrance at, uh, oh, Lord, what was it at? Um, Money in the Bank. Back. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, yeah. When he came when he came back and, um, you know, like, like that kind of had me like pretty prime. But I don't know, like Gunther's pretty dominant. And he's now dominant, 30 days from yeah. breaking the honk, or I think tying the honky tonk man's record. And I think we talked, we talked about this in person, I think like, and you had mentioned, or it might've been last week, actually. I think it was about, mm-hmm. you know, do they really need to do two streaks? You know, why I think they're doing this is while the honky tonk man was great. He wasn't actually like a good intercontinental. No, champion. no, no, no. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. The, Despite like his gimmick a, being, you know, I'm like the that. great, greatest intercontinental champ of all time. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what she like technically is yeah. until now, I guess, but, but yeah, you know, I definitely think it, you know, um, yeah. Like, like now that I kind of know that, 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 because I remember, I think I read that yeah. too. Um, sometime, you know, in the time between us watching that and, uh, now, but yeah, you know, I think, uh, like it definitely makes a lot more sense now because like there's just seems to be less pageantry around that record. Yeah. The honky tonk man is a little bit more of a, it seems a little bit more footnotey yeah, than anything. For sure. Um, shit. I feel like I had something to say, but whatever. I was looking up the next match. Oh, oh yeah. So on raw, uh, there was a four way match to determine the inner or the number one contender for the intercontinental title. Uh, which Chad mm-hmm. Gable won, which I love. He beat Riddle, mm-hmm. Champa, and who was the other one? Fuck, I can't remember. But anyway, I know like Chad Gable, Alpha Academy, they haven't been on the pay-per-views lately, but they are always, for me, one of the highlights of Raw. With with Maxine yeah. Dupree, like if you remember back like WrestleMania time, she was kind of like driving, trying to drive a splinter between the two and like siding. Oh, yeah, now yeah, yeah. Now she's yeah. like fully part of the group. She's been trained, you know, in storyline, probably in real life, too, by Gable. So she's actually wrestling. Very entertaining. Uh, Obviously, she's easy on the eyes, too. But I'm just very, very impressed with this whole group. Um, Like I said, always a highlight of Raw for me. They had a nice, like, you know, C-level TV feud with the Viking Raiders for several weeks. Gable had had a match against Gunther non-title a few weeks ago where basically Gunther's like, you can't even last five minutes with me. And they even put like five minutes on the Mm -hmm. clock and he did. And they continued having a match and it was awesome. And it was in Gable's Mm -hmm. hometown of Minneapolis last night. Great moment. He had his son in his arm who was literally dressed exactly like him head to toe in the singlet, the knee pads, Mm -hmm. beautiful, cool moment. Fucking love Chad Gable. 
And no, I don't think he'll beat Gunther, but man, it'd be awesome. They haven't announced when that will be. Yeah. I would guess probably the next pay-per-view, but they could do it on Raw. But like, I think... What, and what is the next one? Is it a payback? Yeah, that what so it is? I think once he payback, gets yeah. that record, it wouldn't shock me if he ends up losing it not too long after that. But who knows? I mean, I didn't think Reigns was going to have the belt for a thousand days. And I love that he has had it because it really has brought prominence back to the Intercontinental title, which has had none yeah. for quite a long time. So, Right, yeah, because I was just kind of looking up, you know, like kind of the recent reigns on that. And like before him, it was like Ricochet held it for like 10 days. Yeah, you know, a lot of very short TNT title yeah. Yeah, yeah, very T. It had that very TNT title vibe, for you sure. know, going with it. At least from yeah. what I saw. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because that's something that I'm very excited about, and just because we haven't talked about the Alpha Academy on here, I fucking love them. So mm -hmm. they're killing it. Yeah. All right, next is my match of the night, um, which was Seth Rollins defeating Finn Balor in 18 minutes, 28 or 27 seconds. What you got there on Wikipedia? Uh, hang on. Whoop! I lost my tab there. Back up my tab. Eighteen uh, thirty. Okay, funny, these are all like slightly off, but they are. Uh, all, yeah. You know, coming into this, we both had predicted that Damian Priest would successfully cash in. Obviously, we were wrong. We got the. We didn't even mention EO Sky when we recorded last week, but we'll certainly talk about that. But yeah. didn't did not take away from the intrigue from this at all. You know, Priest obviously made his way down, you know, what, two-thirds of the way into the match or so. And then eventually Rhea right. and Dominic come out, you know, Seth fighting them all off. Mm -hmm. uh, Priest seemingly, or what, he handed Finn the briefcase at one point, and then it ended up being his yeah, demise. No, yeah, yeah, it was very much a prop. You know, it was very much kicked around the ring and used as a weapon. And, yeah, it, I think uh, Balor was curb-stomped yep. on it, yeah, to, to, to end things. But no, I mean, I think like the, the simmering nature of this, I think kind of paid off for this because, you know, like, you know, I, I mean, if, you know, obviously it was used later with EO Sky. And I think that was in a much more surprising thing because you kind of forgot she yeah. had it and everyone sort of knew what Priest is going to do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I kind of like that prominently part of the story. Prominent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that like, you know, briefcase and the threat of it has been like just much more palpable than, than EO Sky's at least. So. Uh, for it to kind of simmer makes it just a little bit more interesting, you know, um, you know, kind of moving forward, I think. So I think ultimately that that, that was a good decision. Yeah, and I just part. thought the work in this match, you know, before Priest came out, like these guys were just putting on, I mean, I think this is their third, not third pay-per-view, but third big singles match this year because they had the, like the tournament final on the Raw side for the World Heavyweight Championship. And this was definitely yeah. my favorite one. And, like, even the, the mm -hmm. interference, whatnot, like, not only did it not, like, take away from the match, I think it added to the match. Like, a rare case where, like, outside interference, right. like, truly adds to it. Because, mm -hmm. like, you didn't know what yeah. was – like, is he going to cash in? Is he going to help Finn win the title? And if that happens, then mm -hmm. what? Does he cash in? So, I'm glad he didn't. Mm -hmm. I'm glad this still lingers because, obviously, the Judgment Day – are a very prominent part of Raw and ain't going anywhere. And I'm in, I'm really enjoying it. And now with J.D. McDonough potentially in the fold, that's a guy I love. Yes. Um, he is an outstanding wrestler. Not the best person, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, so I'm interested to see because, like, Priest was not for that. 
So, like, clearly we have the issues happening between these two again, which happened after Money in the Bank. But Rhea was able to kind of, like, smooth it over. And even last night, um, kind of like, we've been through this before, you know? Like, we're all on the same team. Yeah. We're all trying to run Raw here. Um, but, again, I didn't see the main event and kind of how that all shook out. But I am all on board the Judgment Day train and just can't wait to see where this all goes. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm all on board for that too. Like they're just, you know, like I don't know, like a like pretty big star power in that stable, and like Rhea Ripley's just such a great. Yeah, and even Dominic, yeah. like in like, his role, Fred, is perfect. Yeah. You know, like oh yeah, he, he's been absolutely. elevated by it. Like, like, like. I mean, he's the NXT North American you know? champ, and yeah, it's all been kind of like chicanery and whatnot, but like it works, and right. people, he's got heat, like real heat. You know, people want to see that motherfucker get beat up and lose, and. When it happens, it's yeah. going to be awesome. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I uh, I love everything about the – Oh, what about we didn't – Priest's reaction right after the match just had that, like, blank stare on his face, just like, oh, no, yeah. not again. <laughs> like, that, that definitely yeah. stood out. Just kept, yeah, yeah. Well, it made Finn Balor look kind of like a little yeah. bumbling, like, you know, a little bit. Like, you know, for somebody who's, like, you know, kind of a pretty top-tier wrestler, it made him just kind of look – really silly in the context of well, all and this he's though. got gripes you know, now this is yeah. two month two mm -hmm. pay-per-views in a row where like priest hasn't necessarily cost him like this one he definitely more costed he, him than the last one which was more oh yeah he's been a distraction yes, you that, know the previous yeah. month he was he like kind of stepped up on the apron and finn's like what the fuck are you doing so i guess they were mm -hmm. kind of equal levels of like distraction so yeah. he's got a gripe i'm I couldn't, and that's why he's kind of taking matters into his own hands with JD McDonough. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. And then unfortunately, that's kind of where the great ends in this show. Not that these last two were bad, and the EO Sky cash in was fucking great, but I think these two matches both were long and fell short of expectations. We'll start uh -huh. with the women's triple threat which saw Bianca Belair defeat Asuka and Charlotte Flair in 20 minutes, 45 seconds. Um, I think this went about five minutes too long. Like it wasn't really good until yeah. about like 12 or 13 yeah. minutes in. Yeah. And, and like I, I had said um, while it was going on, I think it would have just been better if it were just Bianca yeah. and Asuka. I think kind of having Charlotte Flair in there was just a bit too much and just, I don't know, just sort of just distracting was just, and it was annoying just to me. Slow. Like they didn't mm -hmm. really seem to click all that well. But like towards the end they were just kind of just more aggressive and fighting. But overall I didn't love this. We Teets had a great time ragging on fucking Asuka's outfit. Yeah, did <laughs> not like it Mardi, Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. It was very like well, the, it's red, the red shoes, shoes. did not yeah, the red were. shoes were really off. Yeah, it, it, it was just very, it looked like, a you know, like if you took all the ornaments, like those like globe, um, what are they called? Um, yeah. Bottles, B-A-U-D-L-E-S. And they use that in succession mm. a lot, or at least uh, I always hear Tom Wamsdans <laughs> use it. But um, bottles, bobbles, maybe B-A-U-B-L-E-S. Yeah, bobbles, B-A-U-B-L-E-S. Yeah, like if you just took a bunch of those from Christmas and just kind of <laughs> smashed them on the ground and then um, took an outfit and put glue on it and you rolled in it, like that's what it would... That's what it looked like. But yeah, it was just way too all over the place. Um, but yeah, you know, again, this match was just kind of, I don't know, like Bianca's had great matches. Uh, Asuka's had great matches. I can't really say the same for Charlotte Flair. And I mean, not to well, just like knock on her because everyone likes to knock on her, but like she, she's just so in and out of like 
the picture that I just don't really get a good like. She hasn't her, been like, consistent. On, on how However, I do want to say that match yeah. with Rhea at WrestleMania this year was fucking awesome. Like that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. oh, women's yeah. matches of the year. But aside from that, I feel like she hadn't had a great match in like two or three years. So. Right, right, and she seems like she's hurt. Either a lot, hurt you know. or just away. Hurt or away, yeah, for whatever reason. But um, yeah, remember we had B- the Bianca knee injury where she went to the back, and I wasn't buying it. I'm like, she'll be back. Um, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was, and obviously fought through it. I mean, she definitely was the top performer in this match for me. I, I don't think any of them were bad, but again, it just didn't really mm-hmm. click until like towards the end, and just felt long and. Yeah, you I mean Bianca winning was definitely a surprise, but then obviously seeing EO cash in made you know made it make more sense because they had that great match what at Night of Champions or maybe before. Um, so right. There's history there, uh, but yeah, very surprising uh, moment. I think I was about to get up and pee, and then we heard the music, and I I popped big time for it. Um, ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and we were, you know, just didn't even like consider it. As and we a were watching this the next but day, boom. so yeah. Fortunately, we didn't really have many Wasn't spoilers. Spoiled or anything, I don't think yeah. I had. Mm-hmm. There was maybe one or I think I knew Logan Paul had won because well, I saw some graphic like with both Paul brothers winning their matches. Yeah, but well, well, and it's kind of weird that like you know like because it's not like I stayed off of Twitter between now or X. <laughs> you know, shoot me, and just just shoot me now. But um, yeah, like. Uh, like it's not like I scrolled past and like saw a lot about this. So this like wasn't like the big takeaway, yeah. you know, from the show, even though it was a big surprise, which I think is kind of weird. But anywho, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, and like I said, the match wasn't horrible, wasn't bad, but wasn't great. So, but EO Sky's the champ, and that is exciting. Yes. Love both women's champs. Not that I don't love Bianca or Oscar, but it's nice to see. Is her first main roster singles title so big deal for her yeah all right yeah. now the main event tribal combat even though it was hardly that um roman reigns defeats jay uso with the help of jimmy uso turning on jay in 36 minutes four seconds now this match has been getting yeah. shit on all over the internet i didn't think it was that bad but I think what people are shitting. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was dramatically entertained, you know, for them, you know, like, like I'm into this feud, so I think that has a yeah, lot of mileage. I think what people, you know, are not liking, and I get it to a big degree, Lart, is that like it does feel like the same shit over and over in the terms of just kind of how Reigns matches go. You know, he always has help to win. You know, is always able to squeak by at the end. And with Jimmy turning, you know, I'm not too upset by it, but it it is just kind of like, all right, what are we doing here? Like, how long is this so going to go? Now, now it's, now it's going to be everyone versus yeah. Jay, and then, like, who else is going to get involved and who's going to support yeah. him? And, yeah, it's, it seems like it's a bit of yes. wheel spinning. For something that was, like, really compelling, I feel like yes. it just kind of hasn't really gone a particular compelling direction that advances things. I feel like this is just – if what we were dealing with was, you know, this story version A, now we're on this story like version B, you know, it doesn't feel like we're counting up, we're counting yeah. sideways. If you and know I, mean, what I mean, don't get me wrong, I think a Jimmy versus Jay match would be very entertaining and to my knowledge hasn't happened, at least in like on WWE television. I'm sure they'd wrestle back in the day and whatnot, but 
So I'm intrigued by that. Um, you know, it's not like I thought Jay was going to win, but I think, you know, it's really like wanting to see something more decisive out of Roman. You know, he's this great mm-hmm. champion, thousand days, unbeatable. But like I said, he can't win yeah. a match on his own. And I, you know, mm-hmm. without going yeah. back and looking at it, like, I can't tell you the last clean victory he's had. I mean, with, yeah. Even oh, yeah. Cody at WrestleMania wasn't clean because I think it was Solo, you know, got him at the end, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I think it's a lot of that and a lot of like, like you said, spinning wheels. It's, you know, I was pretty damn compelled up through the last pay-per-view and, you know, the Usos got that big win. Jay pinned Roman. That was great. And again, it's not like I'm watching SmackDown every week. I have seen some of the segments. It was all still pretty good, but and the match itself, again, just felt it was long, you know, 36 minutes, you know, like a lot of these, the first half kind of plotting, you know, not the most exciting, but for it to be tribal combat. Mm-hmm. Was, and for and for there to like to be. Yeah, it was just like a, a no, a no and even, DQ hardly, match, you know, They it? It barely just... even used weapons. I mean, yeah, they went out into yeah. the crowd yeah. and that's when Solo came out and slamming them through the table. And, yeah. But like. Not well, much yeah, it was tables it. and kendo sticks and chairs. Yeah, you know, it really the wasn't tribal like kendo stick. Tribal That's theme. what we were saying. Yeah, the tri- We'd be yeah, like, the, oh, the tribal chair, tribal table, the tribal folding yeah. chair. Yeah, you know, it just seemed like it was just sort of a no DQ match. And the tribal, yeah, yeah, that did not add a whole lot to yeah, it. Yeah, and of course, you know, Solo comes out and it's two on one, and you know, he's able to fight him off. And it's you know, there was that tease at one point that, you know, maybe Solo's gonna turn on Roman for that quick second, which obviously didn't happen. But again, mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I I'd say it was average, you know, it was all right. Um, like you mm-hmm. said, kind of the most or least compelling thing in this storyline in recent memory for sure. Um yeah. But, you know, we'll see how it progresses. I mean, I don't know who or when the next time Roman would defend that belt is because, obviously, it's this is the first time since WrestleMania. I mean, maybe yeah. Survivor Series. You know, who knows? But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'm intrigued by Jimmy versus Jay. I think that could be good. But we'll see how they get there because it's like these two just kind of rejoined forces together. And it was Jimmy who broke off first. So is he just going to be like, oh, it was all part of the plan to screw Jay? You know, what -hmm. other reason do you got? So I just think it's getting it's a little convoluted and forced at this point. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like, yeah, it's spinning its wheels. And, like, I'm not, like, necessarily, like, excited about, like, the direction yeah. it's going or as excited yeah it's, it's definitely been taken down a notch so like that and like if roman and cody are on this collision course for next april you know they're kind of in very like formulaic sort of middling points so i think you know wwe's got to kind of get a little creative for both of these you know guys because like if they're both gonna kind of be on this very slow like just sort of collision course here they gotta you know they gotta spice things and up. if and roman then, is actually hurt like, I doubt it, unless it's really severe, I doubt it's anything they would take the belt off him for. But that could be even more reason for him to just, like, kind of not wrestle as much and maybe just kind of right. be a character on TV and involved in segments but not really having as many matches. So I think that could definitely be a possibility because clearly this bloodline stuff is still going to go, you know, and it'll be Jimmy versus totally. Jay will be the focus. And, 
you know, like we've projected at some point, it's all going to have to come crumbling around down Roman. I mean, you know, I feel like that's got to be where this is all ending up when he finally ends up losing. But clearly we're a ways away mm-hmm. from there. So what do you think of yeah. SummerSlam overall? Uh, You know, I thought it was pretty OK. You know, and I mean that in a good way. You know, I think there were some like fun high points, but I think, you know, considering like that the WWE's get some pretty fire ass stories going now with uh, Judgment Day, with um, uh, with the Bloodline, like I think like I think people were expecting this to be a much more like plot important kind of show, and it just kind of didn't really advance things too what, much. What? So I think I think I think that's kind of what's disappointing on my end, but it was still like fun spread what, what kind of letter grade would you give it b yeah i go b minus i think b minus okay yeah like i said it was you know perfectly like like good and passable but yeah like considering like all that was involved um i think should have been just a bit more um consequential yeah. i agree Today, we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, we're not talking about a baby. We're talking about your baby makers. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's platinum package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com. And use our code BBB for 20% off plus free shipping. What an internal rhyme that introduction has. It's it's about time for that rhyme um, to chime. It was pretty sublime. Um, but let me tell you what really shines. Uh, the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with Elite products. Inside this Platinum Package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trevor, the classic Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, Ultra Premium Deodorant, Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the good old Shed Travel Bag for good measure uh, to hold your goods while traveling. I do have to say, um, of of their body wash, um, there's um, two kinds. There's the Persevere and the Refine. Um, I think it's the Refine, refine, which is the blue one, um, that has the blue labels Mm. on it. And I'm a big fan of that one. I know that... I don't think I've had that one. I think I've only had the other one. um, we get product or if you want to get some from you should definitely try the the blue kind i think it's the the uh persevere it, i don't know if it's the persevere or the refined blur but yeah the blue one is really good um uh anywho the lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes both are waterproof so you can shave with less mess in addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. With that body wash, get the blue one. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. And don't forget to apply their aluminum-free Ultra Premium Deodorant for that cologne quality scent on the go. Another internal rhyme. Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from head to toe. 
<laughs> and hair to ball, and hair to ball fro. Jeez, tremendous. We got, yeah. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll just add. I've been using the beard hedger yeah. a heck of a lot recently. It's a heck of a trimmer. You don't have to switch blades. All you do is just change the number setting. Real nice. But get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. What is it? 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com. Using the code what? BBB. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. Is that a dig at Shelton Benjamin? Your balls will thank you. Yeah, his nickname was the gold standard. I don't know. He might have something to say about that. Mr. uh, Mr. Sullivan, you're a regular Emily Dickinson, I got to (laughs) say. Your balls. Get, well, thank get the you. blue body wash. It, it is. It does smell really good. But yeah, no, it was one of the things where I was like, I need some new body wash, and I'll put my Manscaped money into it. So I bought the blue stuff. But the blue stuff has like a very nice, distinct smell. All right, so let's quickly jump to AEW Dynamite 200. I know you just watched this earlier tonight. Yes. Um, I just figured it's a monumental show, and I thought it was a pretty good show yep. overall. I mean, nothing that like mm-hmm. blew the doors off, but I was really entertained by all the matches. Yeah. You know, I think probably a floor of like three and a half stars and a ceiling of four and a quarter, everything kind of in that realm, enjoyable. We got... Um, you know, some more MJF Adam Cole stuff, which I think makes a little yeah. bit more sense of why they're doing it at all in. We'll get into it here. But uh, yeah, overall, what were uh, what were your thoughts on that show? Yeah, I thought it like I said, it was pretty good, you know, like pretty good. I still think, you know, we're what, three weeks away from yeah. all in. Um, You know, it seemed like kind of more of like a celebratory, congratulatory yeah, thing. I it, think it, like and it was. Just, I, th- I, 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 I think the matchups. I think or just the like, just the matchups could have been a little bit better because it was like the elite versus who are they yeah. fighting? Oh yeah, Jeff yeah. Jarrett. You know, easy yeah. win. Um, you know, Moxley and um, well, I guess the Trent Beretta yeah, thing that was, that was like at least a, a legitimate surprise. surprise. But like you would think it would be kind of you know like more like. And I guess being not away from, uh, not very far away from a pay per view, they would save like the big, you know, matches between the big, you know, groups and people. I think but, that uh, one they were building yeah. as like three AEW originals. So, but yeah, I agree. It wasn't yeah. like marquee matchups by any means, but it was no. all like good action, which is kind of, you know, what yeah. AEW you is know, at would... the core. It's like it's always going to be yeah, you, good yeah. action in front of you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, to go to my letter grade, like B. Plus. You know, and I mean yeah. that in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I Like I said, nothing that blew the doors off, but enjoyable show. And we'll just kind of go through yeah. it pretty quickly here. Um, kicked off with sure. the first uh, pa- first time pairing of Chris Jericho and Kanosuke Takeshita against the Jericho Appreciation Society mates of Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. Um, Jericho and Takeshita win in 12-21. After, was it Callis that hit him with the bat, if I recall correctly? I think, I, and then I think like so. Jericho yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. "What the hell, man!" But he did end up taking that pinfall. So again, like mm-hmm. kind of furthering his like, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I going to leave the Jazz and join with Dan Callis? Which I think he, I mean, he's definitely going to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that should be pretty fun. Like, the, like those two just kind of button heads with each other is, um, would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think so. You know, 
being on the same team, you know, like I feel like that could get. And pretty, I thought uh, I thought this match was so- very solid, and you know, obviously yeah. Jared or Sammy and Garcia trying to prove something, um, and got screwed mm-hmm. out of the win, so that's only going to piss them off even more. And I think there's like a a Jericho appreciation meeting or something on Dynamite tomorrow, so wouldn't surprise me if that's kind of the end of it there um at this point so yeah makes sense um then yeah so that's when right after that jericho was talking to renee and matt menard said we're gonna have a meeting and he'll be there and then jericho walked away without doing the interview then we have your boy new ftw champion jack perry (laughs) non-ironically coming out of beethoven's fifth Although I think he's he's definitely like sinking more into like just the look of the part and like the oh, yeah, facial yeah, yeah. like he's he's he getting is. better at it. Um, Jerry Lynn, who's an AEW, well, and, and, and the crowd's yeah. buying it. Yeah, the crowd's Jerry Lynn, now, who's so, yeah. an AEW producer and an ECW legend, had kind of come out and talked some shit to him last week, and we get an RVD appearance. Do you know anything about Rob Van Dam? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I and when that happened, I did a quick uh, Google because I knew okay. I knew the name, but yeah, I don't think we've I've ever watched the match or ever really. I think I've heard you talk about him, yeah. but I just I couldn't say what. Yeah, your he's got a is, pretty you know? interesting place, and in, he's great. Um, you know, he's not a guy mm-hmm. I've like been the biggest fan of or have watched a ton of. Like he kind of he was an ECW original, for lack oh. of a better term. Came over to WWF in probably two thousand two thousand one. You know one. He did win a world championship off Cena at once when they did like they did some ECW throwback type shows and Cena got fucking just killed by the fans. It was the first if Cena wins, we riot sign. Um, But he was like a multi-time intercontinental champ. Um, Biggest stoner on planet Earth. (laughs) Like, I think he's got his own strain of weed now, but like he's on record. What, really he's on record down? saying oh, i've been exciting. high for every ra- every wrestling match of my life so yeah noted pothead oh, wow. and, and, and he doesn't have like a, a stonery character uh, at all, i, I mean everyone just cool. knows yeah, you know it's everyone yeah. just knows yeah he just is, he's a wrestler who yeah. smokes pot not yeah, a exactly yeah, and he's just yeah. fucking tight yeah. obviously he's like in his early okay. 50s now but he used to be able to just mm-hmm. fly around. Always had some nice martial arts kicks. You would you would really like him. So we'll have to we'll have to dust off mm-hmm. an old RVD. And well, we talked about doing a Paul Heyman episode with RVD being a big part of ECW. We could certainly work something in with that. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds exciting. I Which like I that. guess <clears throat> we didn't really talk about Heyman from that match, but just again, top class, A plus plus work out of Paul Heyman. We cannot go without saying that because, frankly, we were talking about him probably more than anything during that match and just how fucking great he is. And because of that, you know, I've watched multiple times the Paul Heyman documentary done by WWE. It is one of the best. So we're going to be doing that soon and maybe a little ECW as well. So stay tuned. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. so all that's to say. Um, we get RVD against Jack Perry, which will be tomorrow mm-hmm. night, or by the time you hear this, mm-hmm. probably tonight or yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that should be interesting. <laughs> I mean, I certainly don't expect RVD to win, but it would be tight uh, because he'd said something like, you know, I've won this title, I've retired this title, that if he beat Jack Perry yeah. and retired the FTW title would actually be pretty badass. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and did, did Robbie, did RVD just sign I, recently? Like he's, a I don't know if it's like signing. a signing or they're just kind of bringing him in for this, you know, like I don't, Right, I don't yeah, yeah. I didn't, be, I didn't see a hubbub on the internet yeah, or the all graphic be that here usually like comes with that. By any means, so. Right, right. Gotcha. But yeah, something different. Well, cool. And he yeah. did have yeah. a match in pro wrestling Noah earlier this year, and you know, for his age and how he wrestles, he looked pretty decent. So um, mm-hmm. hopefully, he'll be able to go out there and have a good match. So really? yeah, and then next was the triple threat. Anything goes. Which saw Trent Beretta, as we mentioned earlier, surprisingly defeat John Moxley and Penta in 12 minutes, 28 seconds. Definite match of the night here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought this was awesome. Didn't really, like, yeah, it was a fuck fest, weapons, spots, etc. attacks. A lot of great stuff. near yeah. falls. And, you know, I think everyone probably assumed Moxley was going to win. And while he didn't take the pin, mm-hmm. seeing old Trent Beretta get that W was pretty fucking tight. Yeah, it was. No, it was definitely surprising. And, you know, like I said, I remember seeing like like just the trappings of this match had Moxie written all over it with the bleeding and yep. the attacks and the, the hardcore aspects. But to see someone sneak out a win like that was, yeah, it was genuinely it was genuinely surprising. And I think, yeah, one of the higher moments. Yeah. Of the show. Any uh, any spots stick out? I know you just watched this a bit ago. Oh, just well, some, it looked like someone's face went into the tax at some <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, the tax, they were getting pretty heinous I, it, with the tax, for sure. They, they were. And, and, like, I imagine, like, whenever that happens, because I imagine there's, like, many times, maybe where your face is not deliberately going into the tax, but there's, like, yeah. a risk of it. And it's like, do they teach you just to close your eyes or to shield your face? Because, like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to get my eye poked yeah, out. Like, the backs, mm-hmm. the... I would love to talk to our boy Brandon Prophet about this. Like all the yeah, death yeah, match he, he, stuff. He, he, like, how do you stay safe with like razor blades and you know knives and tacks and yeah, like 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 what do you protect and how do you protect it? Because I imagine when you fall, you know, you you like you want to do it a certain way to avoid like you know damaging your eyes yeah. or or you know like you know just different kinds of cuts that you and i mean get. in these like really serious death matches you'll see like a board with like razor blades coming out of it and fucking june yeah. kasai who take like a f- cleat meat cleaver to your head it's just it's that stuff is yeah. uh never like i'm not anti-death match by any means i don't love it like i'm I, i've got a small uh-huh. appetite for it but obviously have yeah, yeah. all the respect within reason you know don't do anything like intentionally like unsafe or horrible but like obviously for someone to put their body through that shit on a night-by-night basis is insane to me but anyway back to this um yeah just great great stuff here great action you know just a fuck fest very fun and a surprising winner which we've talked uh for years on this show about how predictable it often is so uh i for one was Mm -hmm. very happy uh with this match yeah yeah, no, I like uh, yeah, I like that aspect of and it. And then too. they Very mentioned so. after with you know Chuck and Trent came out and Orange and the BCC, which led to a parking lot fight between Mox and Claudio against Chuck and Trent Friday on Rampage, which I watched, which was awesome. Do you remember the first one? I can't remember. It was Chuck and Trent against Santana and Ortiz. It was in like probably twenty twenty one. Oh wow! Must have been a lot. It must have been a while back because Santana and Ortiz, they even <laughs> exist anymore. Maybe they live on planet Earth. Like, yeah. Talk about names I haven't heard in a long, long time. Are they I think still in AEW? So Santana got hurt. What he got hurt, hurt yeah. in the Blood and Guts match last year. 
And then I think oh. he just had some like was not happy with AEW type of deal. But I'm pretty sure yeah. and like remember Ortiz stuck around and shaved his head and was like running around with Kingston and shit. But he hasn't been seen yeah. in quite a while. I'm pretty sure they're both still yeah, signed. Um would de- right, but they're just would not definitely used love to see those guys reason. again because they and they never yeah, won the yeah, tag that, that, titles. That, like they're kind of one of those original great and, teams that and, never and won. Were, it. And, they, and they were like a upper yeah. tier tag team too. You know, they were like you know m- more upper tier than like the guns for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know where's the where's the acclaim been? They had I, I so they they, they challenged yeah, that's, them that's and Billy yeah. Gunn. Challenge they're on collision like now i okay. have yeah they haven't been on dynamite in a bit they challenged for the trios titles lost and like billy gunn mm-hmm. left his boots in the ring so i think he's kind of done wrestling but yeah i think they're on collision like i said i don't watch it every week or i won't watch mm-hmm. the whole show every week but yeah they're still around um wouldn't mind seeing them yeah. plop back to prominence a little bit oh yeah 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 me too ebbs ebbs and flows mm-hmm. um okay there's an interview with RVD, whatever. Okay, now we have MJF, which he's in pure babyface mode. I mean, that he started this yes. a lot like that yeah. that one babyface promo. Oh, 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 oh it, it was the same. Con- with, he's told the story about yeah, the people throwing back, It was a CM Punk yeah, feud. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the anti-Semitic yeah, thing. Yeah, boy, you know, when he cut that, pro- that amazing promo out of character at the time, now more in character, mm-hmm. as at least for now, mm-hmm. as he's... He's pretty much a true baby face at this point. But yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. the same type of story. But, you know, the whole fun moment of, you know, kind of him saying, you know, he, Adam Cole's helping him open up and, you know, be more emotional, um, you know, thanking the fans for once. Um, they're telling him they care about Max and not Max, and yeah. not just MJF. <laughs> um, they yeah. have sympathy for the devil. Um I'm he's I'm still I'm still a scumbag, but I'm ready to be your scumbag. And then the he's a scumbag chance. There's he's a scumbag shirts now, of course. Um, Adam Cole comes out double clothesline shirt. I'm just kind of reading through the recap here because it's been a while since I've seen it. But Cole, you know, cutting, you know, hey, you continue to impress me. You're one of the best wrestlers in the world. I thought you were a jerk, blah, 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 <laughs> etc. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, this all gets to the point of, uh, you know, he says, I've, you know, I promised you the world championship match, but you don't deserve a match. And Cole kind of mm-hmm. starts getting pissed mm-hmm. off, like, what the fuck? You deserve the match, main event, Wembley Stadium, all in. So, like, in the scope of the story, like, this does make sense while it's not like what i necessarily would have picked as the all-in main event for the biggest wrestling show of all time i get it and i'm here for it and i think it's gonna be awesome it's just not what i saw Mm -hmm. coming you know a month ago whatever and i you know said i thought this card would be a little more dream match heavy and it's clearly not and that's fine it's gonna be a great show but like we we talked about you know just how is this match gonna come about is someone gonna turn which still could happen um, but just the way this announcement happened of like wanting to gift your best friend, a match in the main event of the biggest wrestling show ever. All right. That makes enough sense. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like a really nice, you know, like 
I don't know. Like I, I just written, like I just love this whole like turn yeah. from him. Um, it makes me wonder, like, how badly are people going to get burned once he reverts back to the other character? Or like, there's going to be a temptation to, you know, to, whether he like follows through with. This. I yeah. I, yeah. Not to jump too far you know ahead, I to? could see Adam Cole being the ultimate heel in this. I don't know for sure, but yeah. like, you know, MJF's got yeah. baby. Like, he can do this shit and would be the biggest baby face in the world, just like he is the biggest heel in the. I think that's the most interesting thing would be for Cole to right. turn on him, and MJF stay a baby face, and Cole become yeah, a heel, yeah, exactly. even though Cole recently just came back as a baby face. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you got to do what you got to do to win the AEW world title, but exactly, yeah, yeah. similar so, to like now judgment day stuff in WWE. This is right there for me in terms of like, there's so much intrigue around this. Don't know what's going to happen. Like, let me, do you think one of them turns on the other before this match? Or do you think they come in baby no. face versus baby face? They ought to come in baby face first, baby face, because if one of them does, it's going to take just deflate so much of like an extra dimension of tension that's like already yeah. here. You know, you need to have like who's going to win and who's like you need to have both of those, you know, sort of levels of tension happening in this match. Like, why would and you? And I think there's that? a lot of mileage out of this whole storyline where having one of them turn on the other now, I agree, isn't the best idea, but it wouldn't shock me yeah. if one of them does. And like we said, Common sense would tell you that MJF is going to be the one that turns and reverts back to the true scumbag character, but I don't want to see it. I mean, you know, it's just such a different, unique side of MJF and shows just how great of a performer he truly is. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. What do you? What do you? What, what do you think? What's going to happen here? I don't know. Like I. It would make it would be more if Cole like turned on him and then like MJF's sort of story after this, you know, was just like, you know, kind of just like babyface from here on out. Like he's the person who got had for once. You know, I think that would actually be really interesting. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that's it versus like MJF burning like the crowd for like kind of, you know, falling for him a little bit. You know, I think that would be. That would be the option I would pick, but I just don't know. You know, I think it could go either way, you know. I mean, obviously reverting MJF back to that character would, would be effective, but I think the Cole um, heel thing would be more interesting. And no that's doubt. what I would. And let's not forget, we have another pay-per-view mm-hmm. the next week, which I don't know if anything's mm-hmm. going to be announced before all in or not. Um, and then right. also full gear. So for instance, if Cole wins it, you know, MJF could always win it right back. No matter what happens, heel baby face or whatever, it wouldn't shock me right. to see a title change here. And just going back yeah. to hell, I think it was before Adam Cole came back. I think Tim King initially was the one who put the bug in my ear about Cole potentially yeah. dethroning MJF. And I remember we talked about it. And we're like, yeah, I think that's going to happen. I don't know when or how, but so like to have that prediction, right, would be cool. But <laughs> regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is great. And uh, let's just strap in and see where it takes us here. Buckle me up, baby. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, oh, and not to mention the whole Roddy Strong piece of this as well. You know, he's been in the back and constantly getting pissed off at Cole. So, like, that's certainly, you know, a thing. You know, I don't know how prominent he'll play in this. Maybe he's the one that kind of does the dirty work for Adam Cole because the yeah, whole time Cole has nobody, been saying to you know. Roddy, like, just trust me. 
just trust me, which has kind of always left that mm. seed in my head of like, maybe he is going to be the one to turn. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's that as well. Um, mm. Oh, and they did have the kingdom, uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, who were uh, were with Adam Cole in Ring of Honor way back in the day, kind of teasing a little alliance with Roddy Strong as well. So maybe they get back the old kingdom as a heel faction, which they were with Cole as the leader. So, yeah, that could be fascinating. Yes, good. Yeah. Next, we had the Elite versus. This team is great. I don't care what anyone says. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh. We've said it on this show. Yeah, Just always calls. entertaining, fun stuff. Um, overall, like you said, yeah, not the ideal marquee matchup for the 200th episode. For the elite, Dynamite, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was especially. a very fun showcase, and, you know, whatever. I still enjoyed it and had fun watching this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I was entertained by this, too. But, yeah, you know, not uh, so not ideal, but, yeah, it was passable. Yeah, nothing really else too much to say. Um, next was the... Swerve Strickland AR Fox visit to uh, the Buddy Wayne Wrestling Academy. I thought yeah, this yeah, was yeah. That, that I thought this was yeah, awesome. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like the whole visit to the garage, the whole like just kind of home movie, you know, just sort of handheld camera aspect to it. Yeah, and I mean, like, did he really bleed, or is that I don't know. You know? Did they really make him bleed at that moment, or blade yeah. job maybe in a video? I mean, I guess you don't have to do a blade job in a video, but. I mean, and then he had you know, the the broken like, picture of he and his dad laying next to him. Yeah, I thought this was all really good and like good story that they're trying to build here. Like, I don't know if Swerve trained under his dad or not, but like I, I mentioned previously, he and Darby and Nick Wayne all from that Seattle area kind of all came up, you know, in that region. So like, there's a lot of root and Ar Fox, you know, kind of being one of Darby's trainers. So like, there's a lot of roots here all around. And uh, yeah, I thought this was just awesome and a good way to, you know, bring Nick Wayne along too, kind of putting him in a pretty uh, serious type story here. And uh, Oh yeah. Dropping him right in with some pretty big guys, you know, some pretty, you know, like allied with Darby and going up against, you know, these two dudes, like pretty solid B story. Yeah, definitely excited to see where this goes. I mean, probably, you know, a tag match and all in of some variety, I would assume. But uh, yeah. All right. Next, again, just another kind of just fun ass showcase match here with no build or story. But um, Ozzy Open, the new Ring of Honor tag champs, uh, defend, excuse me, successfully against El Ijo, Del Vikingo, and Commander in nine minutes, 51 seconds. Just great, fast paced mm-hmm. teamwork, high flying. And Aussie Open are just so fucking good. I love those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, both of the both of these guys. I are, figured you would like this really match. Great. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a lot of story build. I mean, you know, or, or like, not really. At least any I was aware of. But yeah, what was going in ring was high flying and exciting and cool. And I mean, you know, this is like the stuff that would open a classic AEW yep. match, like those you know high energy tag team things. You know, this is definitely. Um, cut from that same no doubt, and i know you've seen probably a little bit of aussie open but not a ton you know recently signed no. over from new japan frankly R- right i'm you know, much more familiar with uh, the king yeah. and command frankly i now. did wish yeah. they would have stayed in new japan because they were so so good and you know they're gonna get some love over here no doubt but probably not to that degree yeah. but those guys are mm-hmm. awesome both great singles wrestlers as well um, so happy they're at least, you know, being featured over here, but, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, also one thing that came out on Collision, unofficial, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's going to be FTR versus the Bucks three at All In, which is certainly something to get excited about. I kind of was thinking they would do yeah. FTR Aussie Open, but FTR Bucks makes a lot of sense, and it's been a long time. Yeah. Or it feels like a long time since the Bucks have had like a real high profile, just two on two tag match. Cause it's been a lot of, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been all yeah, the elite, exactly. you know? Yeah. 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 Since their like last title reign, which was got like 20, like early 2022, like yeah. Yeah, maybe late 2021. Something yeah, like so that, that yeah. will be an awesome match. I mean, as the first one, mm-hmm. I went five stars on that full gear, your first show full gear, 2020. Yes. And I think it was one dynamite last year. And it went either four and a half or four and three quarters. But yeah, those those guys are going to tear the house down. Okay, yes. main event. And another Ding bit dong. of a surprising uh, result here. Uh, Hikaru Shida becomes, I believe, or no, Tony Storm was the first two times since her interim title yeah, got yeah. recognized. But anyway, two time AEW Women's World Champion defeating Tony Storm in 13 minutes, 16 seconds. Yeah. Started off a little slow, but I, you know, by the time this got cooking, it was great. Definitely didn't expect Sheeta to win. You know how much I love her, so mm-hmm. I'm very, very happy about that. Tony Storm mm-hmm. again, not nothing against her. This rain was just so yeah. flat. Oh yeah, this outcast yeah. stuff is mm-hmm. so flat now. Like we, you know, we were talking. Yeah, so so over it. But but I mean, like, what else is the AEW women's have going for it? I mean, is, is uh, Thunder Rosa even back yet? I mean, I know you could like dredge up Britt Baker to go I do mean, something. But yeah, it's really been defending the Stat TBS Lander. title on Collision and on Rampage. Yeah. And obviously it's great to have right. her back, but she's not in any sort of meaningful story. And right. yeah, this outcast mm-hmm. stuff kind of started off. I'm not even going to say strong, but like intriguing. And then really just, well, well, well they were involved with like the Britt Baker, like Jamie the, the AEW still healthy. originals. Yeah. yeah and now cool. it's just become a big blob of shit. Yeah. <laughs> A big, a big amorphous blob of disinterest. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I thought the match was solid for sure. You know, uh, probably, yeah. you know, three and a half, three and three quarters. Good stuff here. Surprising mm-hmm. result for me. And uh, yeah, well, exciting to see Sheeta win though. I mean, she was the first champ. Like whenever I was watching, and I mean, she had that really fairly dominating reign. You, and you know, you saw how much it, she got emotional yeah. because she won it. You know, right? I think it was right before COVID hit, and then obviously carried the belt for like a year in front of no fans. So right. she gets her Drew McIntyre moment that he's still uh, sorely seeking that, he, that, he, that he's been yeah. robbed of. Yes, um, but yeah, love that. <laughs> Excited to see Sheeta as champ, and let's get let's get a good fucking feud or story going here in the women's division. Something like that. I wonder if they're going to just dredge up even more of the outcasts since she did just beat um, Tony Storm. Is it going to be like Ruby Soho or or, pa- or Soraya or you know? Yeah. I could see her defending Soraya at all in, given that she's English. So like that, and she hasn't wrestled oh. in a match in a bit. So that would definitely make sense. Um, hopefully they don't flip mm-hmm. it over to her, but or maybe no. Statlander. You know, one of those two. But that. Mm-hmm. Soraya, uh Sheeta would make more sense because of what just happened. So, anywho, totally for sure. Yeah, just a very fun, you know. I wouldn't say like incredible yeah. show by any means, but yeah, yeah, not not yeah, kind of like SummerSlam, not like plot relevant, but like not as you know big of hype going into. I mean, it was a TV show versus a pay per view, obviously, but but I yeah. think this delivered like on on just much more of like an exciting just in ring product than 
SummerSlam, which is a bit more slow. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got anything? <laughs> oh boy! At least the recording was life. much better once I moved upstairs. Oh, so, waste that was a waste fucking smoother. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sorry for those yeah, who listen. It's, uh, it's, it's not that bad. But. Yeah, we got. No, it's all good. We got first four mojo. You'll get through it. Oh yeah, you better. Okay, well, that's all I got. Look out, football, here we come. Houston Oilers, number one. Houston has the Oilers, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, always in control. And when you say the Oilers, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, number one. Yes, we're the Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. We got the offense, we got the defense, we give the other team no hope, cause we're the Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, you know we're gonna hold. Yes, we're the Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. Yes, we're the Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. Cause we're the Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. Five, seven, eight, we're the best from the Lone Star State. Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. Cause we're the Houston Oilers.